rolling. We started. Is yeah, this we, it? We, we, this is not reasonable yet, ignorance. Yes, sir. Now, wow. this is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you I'm like. Nigga. This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. <laughs> this is the ignorant shit you like. You know the boy he has when the mother got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. We are back. Out of July again. That's right. We're in the month of July 2017. A lot of things have been happening in the news. Magic Mike 32. What's going on? Nothing, man. Uh, another great weekend in Chicago. Summertime shy. We're gonna get into all the, the dismal report as you call it. We're gonna talk about the good times. It was it was it was a eventful weekend. Ice yeah. Cube had the big three here. Did you go? No, I didn't go to that. Why not? I was tired. I, I had to I had to get my laundry together, man. I had to, I had a lot of clothes. I had the t shirts and shit. I had to I had to, I, I, I figured out I don't need another black sock in the rest of my life. You don't? I got enough black ankle socks for the rest of my life. Quarter for, socks. For the rest of your life, huh? <laughs> for the rest of my life. I hear you. Like, I got a bag full of black socks, and I got about seven pairs of, I got eight pairs of white socks. White socks get too dirty real quick. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this is, um, Wins and Losses album just came out no Friday, advice, hand claps. <laughs> Big Mill yeah. came with a stellar project. New Big Mill. Turn it up. We was in Miami. First time I saw you, I was in a phantom when I put up on you. It was late nights, late nights in a band, Fucking on you good, got you busting like you Rambo. And you keep it hood, so you really understand, oh. You was there through my ups and downs like a camo. Ass all fat, said she get it from her mama. She just want the money, she ain't fucking with no bloggers. Fuck you on a PJ the whole way to the Bahamas. Gucci Valentino, baby, I could be your stylist. Fuck me with your friend, yeah, yeah, you was wildin'. 1942 shots, turn you to a monster. Thuggin' like you Tupac, you know that I got you. Love the way you ride and move on his like you Rihanna. I was supposed to hit, I was never supposed to cuff you. Put you on my homie, cause he said he wanna fuck you. When he asked me about you, I just told him that I want you. But now it's quiet for you, cause I told him that I love you. You gon' fuck through every time a nigga call you. That's why I ball, how I ball when I spoil you. We was in Miami, first time I saw you. I was in a phantom when I put up on you. It was late nights, late nights in the bando. Fucking on you good, got you bustin' like you Rambo. And you keep it hood, so you really understand, oh. You was there through my ups and downs like a camo. I was locked up. I remember when I hit you, you used to write me back every letter that I sent you. You wasn't my girl, but you used to pretend to. When I came home, let me beat it instrumental. Lame left you scarred, so I had to reinvent you. If you was a car, should you ride it like a bitch do? He said the, the lame left her scarred, so he had to reinvent her. Yeah. You think he was talking about Nicki Minaj right there? No, he was talking about uh, Nicki. Nicki left him scarred. He's scarred. <laughs> <laughs> Fall through. She gone. She not worried about him no more. She out doing her. You don't know. You never know how old this song could be, though. Yeah. Because he did say I was locked up. You know, what I'm saying I sent you letters and shit like that. You know, and that was during the time where she was still being loyal to him, I guess, or whatever. When he got locked up, he got out. And that's his girl and stuff. So you know. 
It is what it is. We're going to talk about our wins and losses this week. Let's talk about our wins and losses. This is new music from Alchemist and Budgie featuring Conway and West Side Gun. Shady Records. Listen to the lyricism of Magic Mike. Just, just. Hey yo, started with a quarter, two weeks later, just, cop four O's. Don't G bundle every day just, before the store closed. Just, Pray I find a connection just, to import those bricks just, of your snow straight from the cartel, Lord knows. Send over a thousand birds. You in the station writing statements to you out of words. Gave them the whole rundown. Just, on the pussy niggas just, that we gunned down Lord, please forget this fuck just, nigga somehow He knows not what he do, but I'ma give him the drum now What you niggas done now? Just, Washed up, telling stories just, how you used to get money, but you a bum now Stamps get you a soda. Same chef in the mess hall. Used to chef up the Yola. Seeing lessons in every color. I wasn't so. I crashed the money blue, joined the cop three of us. My magazine on fleet. 60 rounds lift him off his feet. My high top got red soles. Don't shot, leave your head blown. Check that out. On title, Alchemist, Budgie, featuring Conway, and Westside Gun. Thousand Birds right there. What you think about that one right there, Magic Mike? I couldn't really get into it. You couldn't uh, get into it? I, I got to, since it's on title, I'm going to check, check it out. We can check it out on the How come you couldn't get into it, man? I just couldn't, the just kept getting on my nerves, the way he kept talking about the just. Do you like, have you, have you ever listened to Alchemist production before? Yeah. My man, shout out to Vino. Okay. My man used to be in the barbershop, we the West Coast. He put me up on him. But, you know, Alchemist was working with uh, Nas and, 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 and Mob Deep, right? Mob Deep, yeah. Nas, Jada Kiss, whoever's, whoever's a spitter, he's worked with him. Mac Miller, the Migos. Um, he has worked with. Uh, I don't know that one Mac Miller song. Action Bronson. Um, all the different rappers and stuff like that. And That's a dude that sound like uh, Ghostface, Action Bronson? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got another one coming up soon um, off that Alchemist and Budgie uh, uh, project. I've been listening to this shit all day. So it's, they what they did was take samples from a religious records. Yeah. And they made a whole mixtape out of it. Beats and some shit's got rhymes with it, with different artists and everything like that. It's kind of an ill, you gotta listen Great to concept. it. This is Mayhem Loren with Alchemist Budgie. No mystery God. Peace to the gods and earth. Still crazy, fly rap with a lazy eye. Couple chains on, nigga, that's me. Uh, God bless me, shit. Don't stress me. Gore-Tex hugging my chest. I look sexy. Switch lanes, pitching new frames. The coupe swings, the crew bangs. I'm rocking new fangs. Y'all niggas too strange. We not the same, nigga. Matter of fact, we very different. Take the bread out of this safe. Don't be resistant. Uh, I'll knock the head off the headliner. Then get the opening act. Poke for a stack. Hip-hop. 
doper than rap I do this for my niggas selling dope in the back You might see me on the Vonia with a Donia Looking well rested like I hopped out of a coma Peace Corona, shit, peace Jamaica Rings on my hand like I'm a motherfucking Laker He wanted to heard the voice of God. He wanted to God's promises. Were you fit at all and wait for that mystery God to bring you food? You should know what I'm talking about. Yes, he sent me. You hear that Malcolm X you right there? Yeah. You are a little You didn't sit at home and wait for no mystery God. Call us your ass. You went to your father and got your guests. And you called us. You went and got your guests. Once again, that's Mayhem Loren with Alchemist and Budgie. Budgie's a producer from the UK there, Magic Mike. Um, what you think about that one? I liked it. You like that one? I like Michael Mack's speeches. Okay. Because he was, he was very, he was a good motivator for the, for the person of color. Okay, but I'm talking about what did you like about, did you like the record? Yeah. Oh, you got to get into it. Yeah, I got, I, got, I I liked it simply because they sampled him. It, it was it was a nice flowing beat. I mean, you talk about mumble rap all the time, and you know the trap shit and all the time. So yeah, I try to do do some different stuff, throw something at you. you yeah, it, it, it was it was more introspective rap for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't stand mumble rap. You can't stand mumble rap. Uh, I don't know why we even give bullshit the light. Okay, why you give bullshit the green light? Some bullshit is good for you. Some no, bullshit is good. No. You need no. Igno- you need ignorant rap every now and then to balance shit out. No. No. no not not at all. Why not? So we getting that's how that's cause you got a, a thousand kids walking up and down the street with their headphones in, rapping loud as hell, saying some dumb shit. Like what? I like the kid that was rapping, walking down the street earlier today, just saying a bunch of stupid shit. And I thought he was actually talking to somebody. But he had his headphones in his ear. Had his shirt off. Draw was showing. No money. I wanted to push him in front of the bus. Pop it. Fuck him. Off the Alchemist and Budgie mixtape album, Mob Deep. You might like this one, Magic Mike. Wanna give mines, don't have me out while with the chrome. I don't got love for him, it's no room left for it. Niggas snitching and singing to the cops like a chorus. All we got is us. It's too late in the game for misguided trust. It's your fault, they got you in the crib tied up. Burn bridges and now your favors all dried up. Like a drought in the summer, up go the coke price. I don't give a fuck, so I say fuck your whole life. And put the green light on them, take two of these and call a coroner in the morning. 
Y'all can't fuck with these bums They wanna test my aim and challenge my gun The devil wanna try my hand But God got a master plan Y'all can't fuck with these niggas Can't fuck with these Can't fuck with these bitches Be a cold day in Kingston when I ain't dope the rosters will cut they dreads and worship the Pope. I got the best of all time verse. My shit quotable, remarkable rap. I stand out on the tune. Big, big teams of guan. You just a crumb on my plate. Blown away if I breathe too hard. You like a comment on IG. Nobody cares. Crawl back under that rock. The Giants is here. For the daughters of men, the infamous master race of hip hop legends. If you follow the North Star, it'll lead you up top to the state of New York. She never heard talk like this. I capture attention. My gab is a gift from God for you to listen and learn a new language, bitch. I speak truth. You don't know what I'm saying. You don't understand, do you? Well, balance is the best translator. Bullets are universal. See, now you can relate to a dog. Y'all can't fuck with these bums. They want to test my aim and challenge my gun. The devil want to try my hand. God got a master plan. Y'all can't fuck with these niggas, can't fuck with these, can't fuck with these bitches. The devil wanna try my hand. But God got a master plan. Now you expect me to listen to mumble rap after listening to some dope shit like that? Finally, hand claps. Mm, that was dope. I've swayed Magic Mike with my selection. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I like, they were spitting for real. You don't go to eighth grade and go back down to fucking third. You keep ascending. You don't, that's, we got to let the mumble rappers like, like, man, you you ain't shit. Okay, but is it because. You're you, terrible. Is it because you're getting older now? Your tolerance level is not the same anymore? No, dude, one reason why I didn't want to rap because once I heard real rappers rap, like, that shit is difficult. I'm not going to fuck with that. And I know that wasn't my talent. So stay out of that lane. But once you hear somebody, a remedial reading motherfucker going platinum, you're like, I could do that. <laughs> I could do that shit. I could do what Chief Keefe did. Right. <laughs> I could I could take my shirt off and jump around with all my boys in the room and hold pistols. Man. I'm talking about what you don't like. Right. You don't like books, motherfucker. You, you, you don't like vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> don't like books. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, I, you can't swim me with the bullshit because it, it's, it's, it has no, I have no tolerance for it. Gotcha. Honestly. Gotcha. gotcha. There was a guy in the shop today trying to sell me about yeah. some bullshit he was going to. Oh New Vic Mensa. Featuring Pharrell. New album coming this this side of this Friday. Chicago. See if you like this magic mic. Jump out of Bentleys with dirty vans Hit the stage for 15 minutes, get 30 bands Swiss bank counting clean money with dirty hands With some hood niggas that's ready to bang with the clan Since I came in this shit made my name a name brand French kissing bitches in Paris clubbing like a caveman We threw up the pyramids, now they say we Illuminati Fox, Fur, Cavalli, 
fuck Bill O'Reilly. No blood diamonds, I rock gold like a king. Jewelry so cold, made him blow the nose off the Sphinx. Fuck you think, I'ma be some type of role model? I go full throttle, desperado, that's the motto. Vic in Chicago, it's you have at the grotto. Brazilian model, she mean mugging like Frida Kahlo. Drinking in North Chato with an Alicia Machado. Bitch, I'm the ticket, you just hit the lotto. Pulling up with the cool. Oh my goodness. Must have done same with the roof. Oh my goodness. Sitting looking stupid on the stoop. Oh my goodness. I would take notes if I were you. Oh my goodness. This was designed with the stars, the square and the cross, so we know true north. Oh my goodness. Smiling with 50 carrots in my jaw. Oh my goodness. Fuck the law. It's a shame, nigga rhyme. Nigga love Young rhyme. Young the diamonds, finest. I shine like puff shine. Shine, set my sign to the rock, cause I'm timeless. Top off the mozzie, my behavior is mindless. On kids, nigga, we major, you mindless. Fresh out the cell to the booth, drop the Dylan roof. I'm still in the hood, tell Zimmerman shoot. Hold my nuts with an OJ glove. Fuck the judge, you rappers is false flagging, you a fashion blood. What's cracking, cuz? What you know about game banking? What's VLO thug? Why Barry Lee, your head ranking? Free Vic Mensa, I'm a star, chain swinging. This that crack music, nigga, you can blame Reagan. I'm Bob Mayer, without paying, y'all playing. We hide in a bitch, my bitch Himalayan. Suicide Gelato, that's a sacrificial lamb. I was waiting for him to show me who he really was as a rapper. Uh huh. I like that. You like that one? Hand claps. Like really, somebody rapping, like going on and riding a beat. Like he's talented. That uh, song is like his the leak record or whatever. Um, it's called "Oh My God." Featuring Pharrell and Pusha T. Um, look that up on title also. But the thing about it is with that song and the production on it, it sounds great. Because all the other shit that I've heard about Vic Mensa on the previous projects that he's released, snore when it comes to production. I'm really big on beats, s- snares, production that sounds great. You know, I'm really big on samples. I'm really big on live instrument instrumentation. Also, that sounds good. It has a good melody. You know what I'm saying? I I mean I'm I, I used to be that guy that you know still am. I used to be the guy that when CD booklets were, were take book booklets were I always looked to see who produced what. Read the liner notes. Yeah, yeah. The liner notes was important. I would used to produce. Who produced this? Who produced that? I I would be astounded and wild by that. You know that means they would tell me there was some great production going on that you really put some some great effort and, and 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 thought into your you know your album you know Pharrell is really dope he is he is he made them boys out of Virginia sound super dope the clips yeah yeah you like the clips well whatever he did with them after that shit <laughs> he no. said well, yeah whatever he did with them you know he made Nori sound good yeah he did that, he did that he what, did. what 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 that shit was super dope 1998 yeah yeah and, and Nori never looked back yeah, 1998. Never did better either, but that was, that was his <laughs> top shit. Nori, Nori got some hits now. Nori got some hits. Nori could tour for the rest of his fucking life. He, he he could do the podcast shit, but then he could get on the, on that old school hip hop tour and, and tour his ass off. A lot of kids gonna accept it. You know, be receptive to it. No, but it's a it's a major crowd for our our era. I would say our 35 and older crowd. Is the ones that's going to these old school hip hop shows? Did yeah, you know? Ice Cube came out the other day to auto rap. 
Uh-huh. And did his one verse from straight out of Compton. To sent the Chicago Theater up in an uproar. Everybody was throwing up the goddamn gang signs and shit. It was, no, was, was, was 37 and older. There was nobody with somebody like me that got to throw the rakes up. It just automatically. Yeah, I understand. You know, would, would, like would, a Christian would, here, Jesus working out, they just going to go to shouting. <laughs> ain't, ain't none of their bills paid. They just really think Jesus going to work it out. No, right. bitch, go, go to work and get you some money and pay the bills. Right. <laughs> no, bitch, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to refrain <laughs> from the word, bitch. Somebody I really uh, have respect for. She was like, you say that very bitch and this and that. And that's all she had to say. She didn't say don't say it. But I've seen her in a, you know. Older person, uh, I, I highly respect her. So, so what song did he perform again? The straight, one verse? His, his verse from Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, uh, DMX. You mean to tell me he didn't do Gangsta Gangsta? EPMD. You you go to a, you go to an Ice Cube concert in Chicago, but they probably didn't have that on the deck. And he showed up. And he showed up. With How hard his, is it for you to get Gangsta Gangsta? Uh, hey man, why? See, you gonna be the promoter that's gonna be like, you gotta do gangster gangster. You do. I, I, look, if I'm gonna bring Ice Cube here, he's in town. He shows up at the show. They like, man, do us, give us a guest spot right quick. And it's probably the way it went backstage. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna do one verse. So he did it straight out of Compton with the shit that really put him on. Look, gangster gangster. In the city of Chicago, and I'm opposite of whatever that is, or used to be opposite of whatever gangster. Uh, uh, the, but that is a fucking anthem, a street gang nigga anthem. So right, you also got to take in consideration he right? didn't get paid nothing. Answer my question. It, it is, but he didn't get paid nothing. He did a guest appearance, so I'm going to do this glad one he thing. Did get a guest appearance. So I'm not going to do gangster gangster because you know why? I'm going to take the shine from the guy that's coming on after me. DMX uh, was at that concert, wasn't he? Yeah, he climbed up on the speakers and shit. You know, uh, DMX don't do it for me. He facing 40 years. Uh, I, 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 that's, I hope he stay free, but he don't do it for me. Tax evasion. Pay them taxes, y'all. I don't care how broke you get. You, you could be one to stunt, want to look good in front of everybody. Pay your motherfucking taxes. Them motherfuckers will get your ass without no problem. Ain't that something? That's, that's like the black man's theme, ain't it? What is it? Live looking rich. Die poor as hell. Broke as shit. Bombs. Not even dead, and you're not even your body, not even cold yet. Yeah. And your family member got a GoFundMe up on Facebook. Yeah, I know. I know. And they trying to delete your page because you stunned in the club with all the bitches and you throwing money. And it was like, no, that was his ten thousand dollars right there for his funeral, right there. He, right, <laughs> right. That big booty bitch. I mean, <laughs> you gotta look at you gotta look at it. How much money he's made over twenty years? How come you have not paid your taxes? Like, what's the problem? He has a drug problem, man. I don't care he what has he has other a drug issues, problem. man. He's got, he's made money. We we talking a guy that's made thirty thousand to forty thousand. You're coming at a it show from a, a, or you're, more. You're coming at it from a very disciplined state of life. That yeah, you those live. dudes live big, man. Yeah, you come from a very disciplined state of car, life. Uh, and, the vo- and the voice collection. of the engineering does speak. He does want to so be listen, on, on, on the show. There's a lot of people with the jail. Uh, Ron Isley went to jail for his taxes. Wesley Snipe went to jail for his taxes. So he's, he won't be the first and he won't be the last. You have to pay. Richard Pryor went to, stay, went to jail for his taxes for a year. You have to pay your taxes. You heard him what he said? Mr. Pryor, why you didn't pay your taxes? He said, I forget. He said, you remember next year, niggas? He Pop said, it. One year. <laughs> so he had to pay his taxes. Then... <laughs> then Come out and then pay his. He had to go to jail, 
Come out and pay his taxes that he owes. That shit scares the shit out of me, man. Jail scares the shit out of me. The thing about it is, you're locked up in a in a box, or now what is a sliding door now, with another person, another guy, for 23 hours, 24 hours, or whatever, how many days a week out the year. It's just, I, there's no reason. Pay your fucking taxes, man. You got to go in there with that T.I. attitude. What's that? Might see me in the streets, but nigga, you don't know me. Popping. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on, man? What else has been happening? Uh, Great weekend, man. Great weekend in Chicago. Uh, It was a great night tonight. They had uh something going on over in High Park again. I'm telling you, if you come to Chicago, go to High Park and see what's happening. I don't care if it's uh Monday morning. See what's cracking. In Chicago through High Park, especially on the south side. Because that's where the moves and the shakers are at. Go through there. Get you some Starbucks. Look like you're very, very high parked out where you had low. And uh, get the feel for the city. They have a villa over there. They, they, they have a few ratchet spots over there. But get a feel for it. Let your girl go in the care or give up. $300 and let her go in there and find out some shit. And she's a big girl. They have no Ashley Stewart's over there, though. None at all? <laughs> no, none at all. They got Marshalls. And they don't Ashley Stewart or no uh, Lane Bryant's. No Lane Bryant's, no my. No. Ashley Stewart's. It's coming sooner or later. It's yeah. coming sooner. Al Park has really been revitalized and everything. Um, they got, you know, they got a little bit of everything going on over there. Lots changed in 20 years. You know, a lot's changed. No more ribs and bibs. Remember that spot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, that spot is gone. They can't even tell you what it looks like now. It's a taco joint there. Ain't which way to go. What else is going on in the news, man? Reasonable, hold on. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, now on iTunes, now on SoundCloud. Download, subscribe, review, leave a comment, share. Tell a friend. Pop it! Um... Derrick Rose is now signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hand claps. Your thoughts, Magic Mike 32. It's a great way for him to be on, uh, to get rejuvenated, get it, get his career back jump-started. Uh, he came out like a, a Maserati, uh, morphed into a Ferrari, and, and a, then a Lambo. He had the injury. He had an accident, and uh, he had he's been he finished off the the year last year before they shut him down. They said he really didn't have a meniscus tear. They just shut him down because they was trying to tank the rest of the season. So, uh, so he really York, wasn't injured then. No, he wasn't injured, and uh, he averaged eighteen and six on the terrible team. It was a, it was a mess over there. So that's really like. 25 and 10, you know what I mean? Right. Because of, the, you know, what he was dealing with. He had Phil Jackson, who was high as a kite in the stands watching the game. We had to, he smoked him with a seven or some moon rock, <laughs> high as a fuck. Hit it. And, uh. Bombs. Go ahead. Derek doesn't like to lose. So him being over there with LeBron for the, the vet minimum. Last year he made $21 million. This year he's going to make $2.1 million. He has to be, he, he's on the stage now. 
He go to the finals, play 60 games. When LeBron takes a day off, he take a day off. You know what I mean? He missed two games a week or whatever. However it goes, be ready for the finals. Be ready for the, to get to work in doing from March to the end of June. For the playoffs from April to June. What is your your thoughts on the narrative that he's fallen off because he's um, taking a pay a significant pay cut? Period. Well, uh, you got to in business. You have to have you got to bring some forward to the table. So right now he he missed the game last year on and purpose, purposely. So they said it, 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 it was he was tired of losing, and then Farrakhan went and spoke to the Knicks brass and things of that nature. And you're dealing with some Jews, so you're dealing with the Jews, and you got this guy that they think is anti-Semite. You know what I mean? Speaking up for you on your behalf, but he really he's really into the minister and things of that nature. And Derek has to you know trim his crew down a little bit. Cut his hair, get the, get the number one back on, and let the people know he means business. Go out there and ball and and get 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 that money and pray for fifteen to twenty million dollars a year, like with a, with a player players. Uh, what you call it? Why he has to change numbers? Because I think twenty five was retired in uh in uh Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, but cut his hair. Let the people know, uh, and I'm nowhere near what Michael Vick said about. Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Get it correct. But but the thing is, when you're trying to get a job, (laughs) you go dress for success, right? Right. You go to dress like like you really want this job. He's played like trash the last two years. So cut your hair, go ball out, get back to get back to the the core who who Colin is. Get back to the core who Derek is. Get that dumbass hairstyle out of your head and just, just hoop, man. Put all the other shit aside. Put those things behind you. But we gotta, uh, we be rebellious at the wrong times. We rebellious at the wrong times. Like we gotta understand to be when to be rebellious. Uh huh. Be rebellious when what he did with the shirt of I can't breathe. He was the first one to wear that. Right. You know what I mean. Right. He's conscious of who he is, but don't be so rebellious that you you had your hand out, but you looking defiant. You know what I mean? Right. You you, you can't have your hand out. You want to play for the in the NBA. You want to play basketball. You want these guys to pay you your money's worth. And then he said something a few years ago that uh, I think stuck in a lot of zoners' heads, and that's why they wasn't fucking with him. They're gonna be passing out this money, and I'm looking to get my money on. And that's stuck in a lot of owners' heads. So the thing about it is also then, plus with the off-the-court issues he had going on in L.A., um, even though he beat that that case or whatever situation. but It's the way he, he speaks. When he, when he speaks, he speaks his mind. And he's not so much as you want to say a company man. Right. He doesn't speak to the point where he, he speaks as if he's speaking to anybody. I feel like he really wants to say, "Man, fuck them." <laughs> you know what I mean? Pop it. You're right. I feel like this is a, this move that he's made. He's finally bought into what BJ is trying to say, maybe, or and what we've been saying. You know, 
that he has to this is an image repair move. Um an image repair move, a redeeming move. You go get to play with the best player in the world. Um you get to be, maybe hopefully get the LeBron shot of that HGH and where you can, you know, you can be able to withstand and play for the rest of your career. My thing is his 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 my scenario though, Magic. Um I'm going to say that he has a great year, quite possibly makes the all-star team, quite possibly gets most improved player, quite possibly helps them get to the championship and maybe quite possibly win next year, three years, $75 million. Bombs! That's a great narrative you just put out there, but... <laughs> I'm, I, you know, a lot of things had to fall in place. You don't fuck with that. You don't <laughs> fuck with that narrative at all. No, no, no. I'm, I, I, I really would like for it to happen. The uh-huh. stars just have to line up, and he has to be ready for this it. This is a, he's, he's on TV every night. You playing with LeBron James? He is going to be on the spotlight, especially what's going on with Kyrie and, and LeBron right now. Kyrie wants to move and get his own team. He wants. He doesn't want to play with LeBron anymore. He's yeah. tired of playing with LeBron. He doesn't see a foreseeable future with the Cavaliers. With what's going on with them? Because the team is, you know, built around LeBron. And when LeBron leaves next next year, they're gonna be back to being a lottery team, right? Of course. But who do they who do they trade for Kyrie? Who do they get? They need a three somebody to help guard Durant. You need you need a young player that's that's you need a guy that's six eight six nine as hungry as a pit bull who ain't ate in the last three weeks, and you show him what he what his job is. It is thinks defense. You need a young wiry, run our chest type of dude that's gonna guard the shit out you. That's gonna get on. That's gonna frustrate Durant to the point where he's you gotta go find that Draymond Green. If you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to go find that guy that's going to really buy into his role and not looking for shots, but just going to play defense and rebound and block shots, set picks. Right. And, and get putbacks, you know. But uh, Derek, Derek, uh, LeBron, LeBron revised careers. He Look what he did for J.R. Smith. Look what he did for Amon Shumpert. I mean, because it's, there's, no, there's no distraction up there in Cleveland now. According to the reports, he's – He's the, uh, him and LeBron are working out right now in Las Vegas together, along and with uh, kept, uh, uh, Bledsoe. Yeah, you now know? he might wind up over there because his agent is is LeBron's boy. Right, that's a good move. That's a good move. But you know, once again, once LeBron leaves to go to L.A. or wherever, you know, what 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 is Cleveland going to do then? Be back in in, in muck and mire like they usually are. Who cares? We would worry about now. Gotcha. You don't worry about that far in the future. I feel like it was a great move. You know, the, the internet could be could really kill you. Um, I think something a lot of people have been trying to you know shit on Derek for, you know, making this as a last resort move. I think time will tell that you know he made the great move and made the great decision to buy in. Um, according to the reports, LeBron has been in his ear the whole time while we're trying to recruit him and everything. I really feel like you know if they, they could play Bledsoe and, and and LeBron Bledsoe LeBron and Rose at the same time if they get Bledsoe from Phoenix or whatever. Right. 
Um, I really do. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good NBA year. Are you going to buy you a, 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 a Derrick Rose jersey? Yeah. A Cavaliers Derrick Rose jersey? Yeah. Was that Is that considered nut riding or no? I don't care what it is. I like Derrick Rose. Bombs! I mean, you, you can say whatever you want to say. Uh, the, is, is he, is, 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 uh, you know what's nut riding? What? When you get the guy who signed you to a rap deal. Uh-huh. Recording contract. Uh-huh. You get him tattooed on the back of your arm. That's a nut rider. <laughs> Talking about Drake. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. have new, and we have a new snuck in there prompt. So that was the biggest thing in the last two days that I asked every guy in the shop, like, is he wrong for that? Or my take on it actually is he's giving a guy the roses that took him propelled him to start him and superstar him. And he has a work ethic. He hasn't regressed not one bit since Lil Wayne signed him. So you got a guy like Tretch who came up with Tupac. And as they was roadies on the road with the Digital Underground and Queen Latifah, and then they was rapping and they was running chicks and shit and whatever have you. And this guy, Tupac, gets killed. And Tretch gets some on his forearm. So we just get dead people on us? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or do we really, really show your loved one or somebody you care about? Do I mean, think about this. How many times somebody has really told a guy, hey, man, I love you, man. We don't do that until they dead, dead and gone and yeah. you get the two minutes to speak at their funeral. Or they drunk. Or they home gone, going. Or they drunk. Yeah, or in jail. <laughs> super drunk, when, <laughs> right? Right. When, when right. you super drunk, you say anything, right? And 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 what I mean by anything, like you, you let your you let your real emotions come out, and you be fucked up, but you thinking about everything that's going on now. You, besides that hangover you gonna have in the morning, <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear you. But I, I don't. I don't. A lot of people don't get what Drake did. Especially here in Chicago, because we're so tough, we're so we can't never let our guard down. We can't re- really never express ourselves. You, you say you love your girl, but you didn't have two babies on her. Pop it. But the minute she gets with somebody else, you, the guy that has all the time in the world for this young lady, pop it. And you don't see the two kids no more, but you got by two different women. Hit, so, so, hit, hit the wank, wank, wank. Cause we know somebody else is over there hitting it, but you know that's that's just the game we play. Yeah. And, and as as men, and we don't we don't really like our masculinity is so far up, and that's what the wins and losses that that, that Meek Mill is talking about. That's what our egos our egos are so fucked up. I want to ask you about that. When has your ego hurt you? When has it helped you? You know what I mean. When has it hurt you and when has it helped you? Yeah. When has it hurt you the most and when has it helped you the most? It's hurt me the most um, in relationships with women. Um, it's helped me the most in, in sexual relationships. It's helped me the most in playing um, sports. It's helped me the most in debating uh, topics with uh, other educated minds. Yeah. Oh shit. Um 
the ego is, is hurt me right now because the phone just fell. <laughs> <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> That's your health, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you? Uh, when, when has it? When has the ego helped and hurt you? Because ego is like like we named the last episode ego and pride because what was all going on last week the ego and pride like you know Derek taking a two point one million that's an ego hurter on the outside pride issue on the outside but in actuality the kid is up two ninety five yeah two hundred ninety five million dollars up. So that two point one ain't shit. But go ahead. When has it helped not, or hurt not you? Not bad for a uh, guy with no college degree, huh? Yeah, not bad for a kid. You know, from Inglewood, Inglewood, seventy first and seventy second in, in Marchfield. Yeah, not yeah. bad. You know, y'all got to sometimes you got to bite. You got to bite your tongue. Sometimes you got to put your shit to the side and look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is this kid wants to win now, so yeah. he's gonna take that two point one. You know, do what he got to do, become most improved player, get that LeBron shot. If I tell you, if, before I tell you, before I go into what it's hurt, the ego thing, uh-huh. let me tell you this. It's only, if he makes it to the NBA Finals and plays in the NBA Finals, he'll be the only player in Chicago history to ever play in a city championship game, state championship game, NCAA championship game, and the NBA Finals. Not Antoine? No. He never played for a city championship or a state championship. For never Mount Carmel, huh? Nope. Okay. Mount Carmel won in nineteen eighty five. Damn. You yeah. Fun fact <laughs> by Magic Mike. Fun fact by Magic Mike. Yeah. Help, so uh, help and hurt. Go ahead. Speak to us. I guess it's hurt me the most when uh come to apologize. Really? To, to, to females. It, it, it's hurt the most because of my ego. You know, I, I got into that fuck her and I, I do the fuck I want to do. And she ain't shit and whatever, you know what I mean? And then later on in life, you be like, damn, that, that was a good person. That was a good lady, you know? And then a lot of times that shit, I, I, I could have blamed it on the alcohol, but I didn't because now I just be like, that was my ego. And that's why I played it up like that. But a lot of times my ego has helped me and to shit. Ego is why we started this podcast because we was like, we could do this shit. Yeah, it did. Oh, I mean. Hand claps. Ego helped me do comedy. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's helped me the most. Like, I mean, I'm better than that dude over there. Uh-huh. And like, he... I got a different perspective than him, and I can make it more funnier. You know what I mean? And and, and it's it's helped with the shit with with the gang shit to get away from them motherfuckers or with the street shit. You right. know, being quick on my feet and having a, 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 a better lesson in life. Say what's up, black man? When I know they really be want to be on some bullshit, and that them for a loop, and they get to forget what they was really wanting to be on. What's up, black man? Oh shit, man! Nothing, man. What you? What you? <laughs> that type of shit. Right. So, it's, it's helped in a lot of ways. You know, it helped me with my father. Me and my father's relationship. Me calling him and reaching out to him, getting him to to really open up to be who who he is, helping me understand who he is and who I am. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to say 
I commend you for that. Um, I wish my father was here so I can reverse a lot of stuff that went on between me and him and and have a better um, um, a better cohesiveness and as far as I getting along. I let my ego get in the way of, of us not my I let my ego and pride get in the way of us not being able to get along and stuff like that or not letting them, you know, because he wasn't there or what you know, I had issues. Even though on his on his deathbed, you know, we talked. Right. I made amends, but you know, you still live with that regret, like yeah, you know, because he was sick and then he wasn't at his full strength. So right, you a full really, 100%, yeah. right. You know, th- those kind of things that black people, black people, but I'm not saying that black people either. It's all people, all races of colors go through those kind of issues. Men go through those issues. Men, men's egos go through those issues. Period. You know, we we go through a lot of issues, especially with older men or with each other or stuff like that. Period. We just have the, we, we. It's just one of those things. Yeah, we uh, did. My ego helped me realize that I was better than being a a, a dope fiend or a crackhead. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or, or or a drug dealer or or a street dude or a pimp. Right. Get pussy though, but <laughs> don't you know? Don't don't be so. I think that's the lowest thing you can do is make a woman sell her body for money, for you. Right. That's the lowest thing you can that's do. That's the lowest thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 In the news, um, in the news, Magic Mike, uh, did you get a chance to take a listen to, uh, not not take a listen, but did you read about uh, Teen Vogue magazine? Is um, Teen Vogue magazine put out something about anal sex? They put out an anal sex guide. Mm-hmm. Now, Teen Vogue is reaching um, the age range of eleven. To seventeen, so they're putting out a, a, a anal sex guide for or anal one on one for teens, beginners, and all inquisitive folk. Damn. Um, of course, you know the backlashes came where, you know, um, somebody's mommy has uh, now did a pull Teen Vogue video um, a, 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 around a campfire and posted it on Twitter. You know, about what the hashtag pull team vote. Um, and she's very adamant about that. You know, she says that, you know, they're teaching kids how to have anal intercourse. We should not be teaching children, period, how to have sex. That's crazy. That's beyond. That's astonishing. Others joined the campaign on social media. If you text the content, of the article to a 12-year-old girl, you'd lose your job and probably be prosecuted. Fifth grade science teachers te- teach teaches the different body systems, yet grown people still confuse sexual organs with non-sexual organs. It's not, not, it, 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 it's, I guess it's not so surprising because it's, it's such an open world out here now, especially with the internet itself. Uh-huh. So I guess Teen Vogue was like, shit, let's... Let's push the envelope a little further and see what's the black backlash should be on this, and then we can fight it from there. But here's their response. I'm glad you said that. The backlash to this article is rooted in homophobia. It's also laced in arcane delusion about what it means to be a young person today. You know, um, he explained why he believes it's important for teens to receive sex education 
and said the story is continued part of our sexual education coverage. Um, so sex was just taboo when we was coming up, and you couldn't talk about it like that. Girls got to talk earlier in life because they had cycles, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, menstruals that was coming up. Right, but the guy, boys, we we didn't get that talk like that. It was it was called the birds and the bees, and we all know there ain't no bees never fuck no birds, you know. Bombs, <laughs> and that's the that's the that's the honest to god truth. So we have to we have to let it just. It's a touchy subject because it's children involved, man, and and you don't want to corrupt the children. But that's what America does, you know, to be honest with you. that's America is very corrupting and so free to let a lot of shit go. Every, everybody's free except the black man over here. Mm. You know what I mean? Every, every, everybody gets their stab at enjoying the good life except the black man. And the black man, and, and, and I said that in our very first podcast uh-huh. always has the white man's foot on his neck you know and that's that's in anything whatever we do we have to be A1 a certain delegation teaches their kids teaches young women not to give the vagina sex up yeah they teach um Fellatio. Fellatio or this other version. I know, yeah. This other version. So, you know, when I'm watching Shameless, when I'm, watching, Frank. When I'm watching Shameless and Lip is getting all this ass in, 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 in the, uh, the TV show that comes on Netflix and everything, you know, he says they, they're doing it in, in the, in, in, they do an act, the anal play. You know, they're not doing, you know, the vagina because of whatever situations is going on. Because that's a cultural norm not to do, do that until you get married. Yeah. You know. Um it's 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 very it's very uh uh um the cultural norms with this situation is very, you know what's the key what's the words I'm trying to I'm trying to say? Um. Fuck it. Watermelon Shandy. Um. Mm. What with uh, um? Uh, it's 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 kind of it's taboo. It's taboo, but at the same time, it's 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 in this day and age. Should you teach kids? About this this subject? If you don't teach them uh, the internet or the phone or somebody else will. But that, that kid next to your child in class is going to expose them to something. Porn is, porn is really prevalent amongst this, this, this uh, as you hear the, the crack opening of the, the beer. Courtesy of Sonic Palace Studios. Yes. This is new. Interesting. New prompts. I, I think he thinks of these prompts before he gets it. Um, <laughs> pop it. <laughs> Do you think... I was just hungry before I heard that. I, I wanted to give me some Wendy's after this, bro. 
Put my black ass on. <laughs> Do you think that these kids should be taught the anal sex in that in an age bracket? No, but we living in a different world, man. Times change. Uh, things change. Ooh, God, a man. lot. Like, for instance, the phone. Yeah. Every kid has a phone now. What kid is eight years old and needs a phone? Or seven years old and needs a phone? My, my little they gotta. You know what they need? They gotta do. What? They want this Christianity to go further and further. They gotta update the Bible. My ten year old is pushing to get a phone right now. Yeah, because she's going to what fifth grade? Yeah, she's in fifth grade. So there's other play. There's other other students in the classroom that has phones. And, and summer camp has phones, and you know. The biggest thing about the phones now is replacing them. So you have to, man, it's, it's, this is a different world. It is. This, this world here is so, and look, look, at the, look at the leader of this free world. Look, he, the, the move that he pulled today was, oh, my God. And he tweeted it. He said, fuck it, I'm not giving no motherfucking press conference. I'm going to tweet this out in 140 characters repeatedly. And he explained himself. To the fullest. What was his What was his reason? Uh, two things he's doing this week. He's really pushing, reprieving uh, Obamacare, which is all about getting the black man's name out of the history books. Right. That's what he wants to do, and make his name bigger and make because you know his time is coming to an end with all this Russia shit. Every week they trying to get him out of there. She's Sean Spicer quit. He was like, man, I'm sick of this. Song and dance I gotta do for this motherfucker every morning. Like they say the White House is split up, but he's trying to he's he's attacking people like and it's been transgenders in the service already who's lost their lives. So he's like I think he just wake up in the morning and be like, What can I tweet this morning that's gonna rock Piss the me? motherfucking the whole world off? I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock this motherfucker this morning. <laughs> He, I think he probably prayed to somebody that's not God. He was praying to somebody else's like, give me the most unimaginative shit I could say on Twitter in the morning. The moment I wake up. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Check my phone. Nah, my man, I'm being honest, hand claps. <laughs> I go to Twitter and I go to check spot news. Yeah, I, I go to I go to Twitter and and Facebook. I go there for different reasons though. What's the What's the different reason why you go? Let me see if that trifling ass baby mama mine got her brains blew out. <laughs> Bombs! Bombs! So many of them they ain't gonna know which one I'm talking about. But listen, here we go. <laughs> I saw my mother's sister's husband out in the movie theater. He didn't see me with a woman, not my aunt. They have been married over 20 years. Do I say something? No, shut up. Wait for your turn to be in this predicament. Be married to somebody for 20 years. You're going you gonna to break your neck to go be in the movies with somebody else. Bombs! <laughs> so tired of you, you know, telling what your aunt did. She probably fought the whole time she in the fucking show. Bombs! <laughs> You don't know who it was. He probably was working on having a meeting or something. Probably was somebody he worked with to get a uh, 
promotion to get you on a new person, a bigger hat to wear to church. Keep your mouth shut. Okay. Um, keep your mouth shut. That's what you say, right? Mm-hmm. You don't tell everything. Yeah. You got you to be like the federal agents. You got to build up a case. So when you present it to him, you can blackmail his ass. <laughs> I often spend the night at my boyfriend's place. On this particular night, his father also stayed because it was late and he lives two hours away. Well, around 4 a.m., I woke up and went to the kitchen to get some water. His father, who was sleeping on the couch, tried to physically come on to me. Do I tell my man? I'm scared he may not believe me. You'd have told her right then and there that Ed would have really been more believable. Uh huh. But she waited. So, right, the, the, the right pussy you might get your daddy put out. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> but if it ain't no good hit, man, sure, my old man was up with that, that bogus ass pussy. <laughs> You been set this up, but now if you stand there, he obviously see something in you. Maybe you helping out with the rent. You doing something? So tell him. You say tell him. Huh? Tell him and uh, see where it goes from there. The worst, at the worst case scenario, y'all just break up. He go get with his daddy for real. Pop it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Stick your tongue out at him at that. Nah, nigga, I got a date with your daddy. If a, if a, if let me let me ask you something here, Mike. Real talk here, all right. As we used to say, real talk. If you drove six hours to go see a young lady, are you expecting ass and head? <laughs> it's a pussy. It's a, it's a little bit of stomach. <laughs> I'm expecting some of everything. Bombs. <laughs> six hours. Fresh off the road. Fresh off the road, no shower. No nothing. In the dough? I ain't sweated that much. Six hours, toes and all that shit? Yeah. She better be uh, some some great nothing on. Kids better be sleep, everything. Six hours. Kids better be sleep? Knock the fuck out. Um, That's why I'm leaving at 8 o'clock to get there at 2 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, the show Insecure debuted this week, the season 2 episode. Um, episode 1 debuted this week. Uh, very high regarded series in the black delegation and amongst other delegations. It has a very much of a, of a cult-like following. Um, did you get a chance to look at the, the episode? No, but to talk about it, I, w- I want to know what went on because you, Lawrence, crazy. Yeah, my man Lawrence, his new name is Rawitz. What did he do? Opening scene, he's hitting Tasha sideways. That's his. That, I, I, nah, that's his. That's his lady. That's Issa. No, that's the bank teller. Okay, hitting her sideways. Um, then. He sees Issa before the end of the show. He went to go get his mail. Um, Issa was in her underwear and a shirt 
awkward, not saying any word. You know, she does what she does. Um, he goes into the bathroom to get some other items and stuff like that. And before he leaves, he closes. He's about to go out the door. Then he closes the door. He goes back to kiss her. And then, you know, they start getting it on. He takes off his underwear. She takes off hers on the couch. He's in that motherfucker wrong. Bombs! So I created... I created a hashtag all night Sunday that said hashtag raw rinse instead of saying Lawrence. Yeah. Raw rinse. I am now part of the, the Lawrence Hive. Pop it. It sounds like y'all. Lawrence went raw. Now, that woman hurt his fucking feelings because she fucked somebody else. It's gonna happen. She fucked somebody else. He left hurt. He went to the next woman, bent over. That was the season in the episode. Bent over and was in that ass going nuts. But this one, he sees her. I guess it's a continuation of their time apart. He sees Issa. And what does he do? When you see your ex and everything, what do you do? You go back to try to see if you still can fuck. Has it ever happened to you before? Occasionally. Occasionally, Occasionally what? Yeah, you, you don't try to hit again. It depends on... I'm talking about a f- fresh off a break. A breakup. Fresh off a, you know, you didn't fuck... She fucked up. No, you don't do that. You wait. He waited a couple of days? I'm, 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 no, you, you, you really wait like after you see him two or three times. Like at least three times. To make her think something wrong with her, she was in, but she was in her drawers though. But still, you never give the ball is in your court now. You got to play, so you make her feel like she she's smaller. You don't never get the ball in your court. You don't never submit. But make her. So you say he 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 shouldn't have hit, right? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I want you to see the episode and then. Yeah, you can you can look at all you want to. I want you to see the episode and then give me look at the context before the actual hitting happens, and then come back and say the same shit. No, you was asking about me. You said, "Have I?" You always let them wait to see you a few times. Always be on your best shit. Always be kicking it. Yo, at you mean to tell me you ain't not nan one time said, "Bitch, bend over, get here." Went over. Not, not, not right back pussy. in the door. No, not not the first time I see it after we after we didn't separate. No, no, you you hold up. Would you would have went raw? If there's the only way to go. Bombs, bombs, bombs. Especially if she an ex. You gotta. I would tell you, man, but I don't want to insult nobody. But you. You don't. You don't. Is it? Is it, it, it that was Jay. Yeah. Somebody's been listening to fucking Jay Z on <laughs> on his days off ever for a whole week. He's been prepping for this. Go ahead. You you don't you don't let your ex know that she really you really mess her like that. But if you if you know you're not gonna get back with her again and you want to hit just to just to prove a point, give her the best performance ever. And that's what Rawrence did. He gave her the best 
every that this is what this but is that, how, this but, is how fucked up Twitter is right now. The women on Twitter actually replayed his sexual scene with Issa and counted how many pumps he gave her. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. But listen, he still won her, right? I think he does. He, he Did showed he nothing right in the face? Him. No, he <laughs> pop it. <laughs> No, he nothing in the he nothing in the put in the box. No, that's that's how you become a baby daddy. They really don't want to be bothered with a child. Look, you know damn well you you go raw. You you if she you you go raw. You gonna you gonna nut up nut in. No, you hop out and put it in her face, and then she knows it's clean over. While she gone, you get your drawers on. Bombs. Get up out of there. But that's what he did though. He nutted up. He nutted in her. In her face. He nutted in her. Got up. Said I'm about to go put his drawers on. Said I'm, I'm going. I'll see you another next time. That's how you leave a motherfucking statement. You le- he left her baffled on the couch. You have to see the show. This then is- she gonna come up pregnant. Now he been in a whole nother pool. I'm, I'm quite sure she's on a fucking pill or got the shot or some shit. No, they're gonna keep the show going for y'all because y'all don't hate haven't lived that life. It's a, it's secure <laughs> on HBO nine thirty. Make sure you watch it, uh, 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 Reasonable English Podcast, people. We're going to talk about it again next week. Hopefully, Magic Mike 32 catches up with the episode and watches it, period. Yeah, we can't be lit. Like, it's going to be jumping. Um, I'm going to cut this motherfucker off Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you got to watch ball. You watch Ballers? That's the, uh, about the basketball player? The football, football players. Football players? Yeah, well, the no, Rock. That's Showtime, right? No, that's HBO also. It comes nah. on right before Insecure. No. Nah. Okay. Um, what else is going on? Wins and Losses came out. Meek's album came out. Stellar. Very much of a stellar album that came out. I really fucking uh, uh, fucks with it. I was on I-94 driving up and up to Detroit for Sigma Conclave. Shout out to my brothers of uh, Five Baby Sigma. Shout out Shout out to my man, Brad Leak. If you're listening to this episode tomorrow or today or whatever, I appreciate you, you know, saying that we he he enjoys our show. Um, he's all the way in Jersey. He enjoys our podcast. Appreciate you, Bradley. Brad Leak. Leak. Brad Leak. Yeah. Hand claps. How did y'all get the brother to cross crossover? How did he how, how was he on that line? I want I wanna know that. Y'all tell me them stories about this brother online. <laughs> I wanna I wanna know who about, about him being online. Yeah, yeah. Um I listened to it all the way on, on 94 going up. I fucks with it. A couple of skips, but I, I enjoyed all 17 songs. Couple of skips, but I enjoyed it. I listened on the way back. Very great listen. It got me through on the way back, dealing with I ninety four, you know what I'm saying? Which is a straight shot from Detroit to Chicago, period. Um, I got a couple more questions to ask you too, but also, what do you think about it? Uh, I I liked a few songs that I really heard. I took it in. I listened to it with an open mind, and uh, Meek's voice gets irritating at certain times. Sound like he just be yelling, but that's just his voice. But compared to what's out there now. It's really not no nothing in his era, you know. None of his peers are doing that. I like to see 
what uh Vic Mensa is gonna do when he comes out Friday. But other than that, and like I, I thought, what's what's going on with Wale? Um, and his project. I don't know, but I I know I think the, the speculation is whether whether he's leaving MMG or cutting his hair or something like that. I don't know what's going on with that. You know, you got some songs you want to play off the Meek Mill album? Yay, nay. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I got some. Come on with it. I like uh What you like off that one? I like this one. I chose the one fall through. That shit's hot. What's the other one you got? Magic DJ Magic Mike. Magic Mike. (laughs) DJ Magic Mike. Magic Mike. DJ Magic Mike. This is a lot of your number two. Started up poor with plans to own more. Now we own stores and fuck the baddest horse. I was on tour with niggas that so raw. Started selling white, we won't sell it no more. Like Trump ain't feeling us, cops still killing us. Niggas taking shots, can't stop me. They ain't real enough. Cut her off, act like she did, and it's killing her. New dawn, earn my seats. I left the ceiling up just to kill him softly. Ooh, get him on me. Try to crucify me like I'm Jesus. The way she crossed me, I'm too bossy and. Too thorough to move like a weirdo On point like an arrow We started off with zero Now I'm seeing M's Diamonds like water and they jumping out the gym Shooting like Harden if your head was the rim Cause niggas wanna line me like a ship up in a trim down Back when I was broke, they was cool with it Now every move I make, I'm in the news with it Even if I ain't do it, they be like, you did it My teacher always used to tell me, you gonna lose, nigga that's why I never went to school, nigga. And why I'm rapping like I got something to prove, nigga. When and bought the mansion with the pool in it. Billy with the stab, I get a two with it. Move with it, cause these niggas wanna take my life. No weapon form against me every time I pray at night. Scooping thotties in the phantom, that's the way of life. And make them fuck they best friends like that was dice. Reaching for the Glock every time I play the light. I'm on 12 o'clock every time I play them bikes. I'm with the pack, uh, getting back. Yeah, spin dope, nigga, selling smack, gang. I'm getting chips off music like rap snacks. Yeah, 10 million cash off Africa, that's a fact. Money, power, respect, eating brothers on the jet. I know these niggas upset, they ain't seen me fall yet. What's the love? They wanna see me fall, and I will never sell my soul. I'm on some shit that they ain't seen before. Dream chasing, catching all my goals. I don't need these hoes, I'm getting money, me and all my woes. I like this Little me, you know it's all I want Young niggas going all out for Vloggers in a frenzy Truck to the Bentley yeah, Ain't rapping. doing no interviews I'm busy, nigga, we litty So when you see me out Don't ask me about no Nicki Fuck I look like Telling my business on Wendy Niggas gossip like queens We been serving fiends 40 by your windows out Jasmine Sullivan They told them pop mollies I told them to be kings Sipping 19, 42 like it's lean I done seen all these niggas Try to downplay my dreams So I'ma give it to them Every time I'm on the scene Pull up ghost, ghost Rafe, Rafe, when you see me Some suckers wanna be me And some suckers wanna leave me Yeah, he was I I like this one here too Hold on Hold on Go ahead I need you some advice on something. I currently got married a couple of months ago to my children's father. Although we've been together for five years prior to being married, before I married him, he was cheating on me, got caught, kept wondering why because it was nothing 
that I wouldn't do for him sexually at the, at the time. I was cheating on him, but never got caught. Now the man I'm cheating on him on him with has no idea that I'm married. And now that we are married, I still find myself being turned on by the man who I'm cheating with or my husband. He even makes me feel better than my husband has ever. What am I to do? Sex with my husband is so dull now. How can I change that so I don't have to cheat on him any longer? Get that nigga that's fucking you good, a good job, so you pay the bills and make you feel like your husband. You're using your husband to pay your bills, and everybody knows that's what's going on. You're just a whore. You're a garden tool. You're nothing. You need to just stick your head in the toilet and wash all the shit out your head. Bombs! <laughs> Do that man like that. But what? the husband is cheating too. Don't worry about what the husband's done. We're talking about this filthy lowdown trap. Pop it! Next song. What's up? Magic Mike. Give him that DJ man. Magic Mike. Giving that man good, lusty love away. <laughs> so you can hoe up. That gives me a heavy heart. I gave this hustle everything I got Always kept it real from the very start Niggas ain't thorough like I always thought Damn, the game left me with a heavy heart The streets left me with a heavy heart Niggas said they with you when they really not Niggas plot on everything you got The streets left me with a heavy heart uh, I kept it trillin' from the very start See so many people cross me, don't know where to start uh, that bitch left me with a heavy heart, yeah Still on them papers that won't let me off Never thought we'd make it out the ghetto, now look where we are Fucking famous bitches in that pussy taste like caviar I didn't get these niggas everything and that was from the heart Rolly chain every car, all it did was let me scar Heard my dog talk behind my back and I'm like let him talk I won't say his name but he gon' feel his shit in every bar Feel his shit in all my verses, was it really worth it? Cut the grass and all the snakes gon' surface Nobody's perfect, show them cash it kinda made me nervous Maybe I'm tripping, hoping it's paranoia from all the shit that we been in Watch you put gasoline and burn out all of your bridges Nigga you suck the friendship, something you got to live with, fuck it I gave this hustle everything I got Always kept it real from the very start Niggas ain't thorough like I always thought Damn, the game left me with a heavy heart The streets left me with a heavy heart Niggas said they with you when they really not Niggas plot on everything you got The streets left me with a heavy heart Tears falling like the water when the levees drop Boys in the hood, these niggas trade, they screaming, let me out no, they ain't riding, it was drama, I'm like, yeah, we out Tryna please these niggas, shit gon' probably wear me out Drive me crazy, I been by myself lately 40 on my belt lately, I ain't need no help lately Nigga cross me, I cut him off And I felt crazy, cause I got a purple heart Shit, I'd rather work and walk Before I ride luxury with niggas that don't fuck with me I'm starting to hate this fame shit Look what it done done to me See how these niggas turn they back when rappers try to come for me Don't want them in my company, just wanna be a company Honey mil, dream chasing, chasing dreams Haters faking, love is real Niggas said I win, win Told them yes, the fuck I will Hit the studio with all my feelings and I let them spill Forever thrill Be a sucker, nigga, no, I never will no, I gave this hustle everything I got. Always kept it real from the very start. Yeah. 
What's one is that one called? Heavy Heart. He said it 252 million times. I'm going to ask you something, Mike, and I want your God's honest truth. If you don't make at least 65000 a year, you literally can't afford to cheat. Agree or not? Agree. Pop it! You heard it there first. Magic Mike 32 agrees that men, if you make 65000 a year, you can have you legally can afford to cheat. If you don't make sixty five racks a year, you should not be cheating. Yeah, so one of them houses you going to ain't gonna have no no chicken wings. You can take some food over there, man. You can't just go over there and just rob the lady out and don't have nothing on the table for our kids. They're not gonna want to go to sleep. They're not you're, you're dirty motherfucker. They gonna they gonna be rolling their eyes at you all the time. They gonna tell their daddy. They gonna tell their real daddy. <laughs> when he called home, they're gonna answer the phone and mama your boyfriend. <laughs> you a big old man. He come over here and never had no food or nothing. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta butter up the, the, the shorty. You gotta let him sit in your car, act like he's driving or something. Take him to the baseball game. Then when he tell that story, that's gonna really make the nigga he he'll go he gonna get off another five years or he'll catch a murder case. He's gonna be back in, you know, catch a ticket in the joint. Right. So once you catch the ticket, you fucked up. So I don't know. You like this one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Which one you get? Which one you about to play? Made it from nothing. Is that him and Rick Ross? Tiana Taylor, huh? Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. About numbers, I really blew on boats. I got two real uncles who still be doing dope. 
One of them used to run with a fluky Stokes. So many new faces, sometimes I do get ghosts. Still a call away from ones who really knew me most. Staying in my lane out of the Uzi smoke. You only beating cases based on who you know. Public defender gave him a funeral. Juvenile said the Rikers and never knew the rules. Sets and religions, he don't know who to choose. Let's bow our head over these Raymond noodles. God is the greatest and I pray for peace. Still rolling up a leaf, Mr. Drew Ali. Did one of his uncles roll with uh, Fluky Stokes, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. What you think about that? He flowed well on that, you know. I don't know. No, I, I just don't like Rick Ross. Took a whole nother dude's identity. Okay. Turned into this big sinister gangster type dude. Um, What's the- your real name, man? Calbert. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Umar, in, in so many words, said this. The black family. Nothing could be further from the truth. Slavery didn't destroy the black family. Do you know that we were still getting married through slavery? Mm-hmm. Jump in a broom? In secret? Mm-hmm. Even under punishment of death? We were married during Reconstruction. We were married during Civil Rights. When do you begin to see the rise of the single-parented black female household? 1970. After they killed Dr. King, the United States government said we must neutralize the black power base. And they determined that the black power base was the black family. It was independent black skilled men and women who financed King, financed Mr. Garvey, financed Mr. Muhammad, financed SNCC and CORE, the Freedom Riders in the city movement. So they said, if we want to crush the black struggle, we got to crush the black family. So guess what they did in 1970? King dies in 68. In 1970, they came into the black communities and de-industrialized our city centers. In 1970, they started shutting down the factories. Remember, up until the 50s and 60s, you didn't need a college degree to get a decent job. Many of us got grandparents who worked in factories their whole life and lived better lives than we're living now with two and three degrees. They could work in their same neighborhood, and everybody worked for the factory. Good retirement, pension, benefits, medical... They started shutting down the factories in 1970, and then they went into the high schools and did what? Started deindustrializing the inner city high schools. Up until 1970, you could graduate from almost any school in New York certified as a plumber, certified as an electrician, certified as a carpenter, auto body, brick mason, a welder. They took all those programs out. These are the skills that pays the bills, gentlemen. As long as you have a skill, you can always feed your family. But if all you got is college degrees, you might end up in the unemployment line. Why? Because the, the skills that we learn in college are not necessarily marketable to other black people. I'm a psychologist. Ain't too many black people running around looking for a psychologist to reveal all the skeletons in their closet. Yeah, you so, rather talk to a white Exactly. Person. So they started sending us to college instead of teaching us how to work with our hands. Your thoughts? Absolutely true, one hundred percent. Wins and losses, huh? Yeah, we 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 lost that one. We was winning, and and, and we was winning in a small percentage, and we lost because the, the, this. Look at the uh, vocational schools we had here in Chicago: uh-huh. CVS, Dunbar, Simeon. Yeah. You know uh, the, the schools that was uh, highly skilled training schools in welding and 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 auto body body and uh machine shop repair and things of that nature and those guys were really those guys really worked with their hands and they and they really enjoyed what they did but 
thus far, what happens? They take it out of the schools. And we uh we wind up looking bad. We wind up looking terrible. We wind up turning to other things to do in the community, like selling drugs or or anything to earn a dollar to eat. And uh they dropped that, that big thing on us called crack in eighty seven, eighty eight and and uh we haven't recovered from that. Because, you know, it was crack babies being born out of that. And with them crack babies being born, those kids are dependent on drugs, still in their system. They don't know why they they, why they like that. You know, uh, ADD. You know, what what kids you don't know that had ADD uh, growing up? Right. No, no, nobody really sat and listened to the whole story about George Washington and the apple tree. Nobody wanted to hear that shit. I right. mean, mm-hmm. if that was the case, I had ADD. I kept the class in the uproar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was bored. When you're bored, nobody wants to really learn. It, it was it was a <clears throat> when it's boring, young black males tend to get fidgety or or antsy. Right. And they gotta release that. You know what I mean? Unless you respect the teacher, the teacher can present it to you to, to the way that where they make it interesting. If it's interesting, we think about your your best teachers through school was the ones who was the, the most interesting to you, or the, the ones you, the you most engaging ones. Yeah, yeah. The, one, the, the ones who who gave it to you straight, and you was like, "Damn, this shit is is dope." You know what I mean? Right. But then the other kids it was like it was it was it was always a kid or two in the, in the classroom who wasn't good at reading or something, but he was good at something else once he got to high school. He, he was good at painting. He was good at being a carpenter. Right. You know. You know, because other shit didn't really matter to him. So, if you had kids to, if you had small kids right now, would you encourage them to go to college while, while at the same time, getting um, them involved with some kind of trade beforehand? Only way I would really encourage them to go to college if they really show the interest in the medical field. Medical field or law, or law. Yeah. Other than that, you got to get a trade. You got to get a trade. As a father, that you would, as a father of young children, if you hypothetically speaking, as a father of young children, this is what you would encourage them. Yeah. Medical field or law. Medical field or law. Yeah. Not sociology. No hell no. Not uh. It's always gonna be some some tormented shit going on to the people. Okay. I mean, they not general studies. No, no, that shit is a waste of money. Yeah. I mean, you gonna be, they gonna be calling the shit out of you. Solid May gonna be calling the shit out of you, trying to get your fucking uh, that uh, student loan money back. Not trying to go work in no enterprise rental car, be a management trainee and shit, right? No, that's 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 for the birds. <laughs> I'd rather you learn how to fix the cars of enterprise and make the money in the back. Doing gotcha. the oil changes, you know, the things of that nature. You got another being song? That, being that, being that, long, that, that, uh, that, that, that top mechanic, man. I mean, the plumber. Right. The, the electrician. That, that guy's going to always need some work because the old houses, are, there's going to be old houses need repairing. There's going to be new houses being built. That's right. And uh, we, we, don't, we don't teach that. The only thing we teach is... We teach we teach each other how to down each other. Like right now, the whole internet is going crazy about Twister walking around a cane in regular clothes at a at a Best Buy. Damn, 
Who took that picture, huh? I don't know. But somebody took the picture, saw him with the cane in the left hand, and they roasted him right now, period. I just seen him perform on on Saturday at, 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 at Sigma Conclave. You know, he was in his usual rapper rapper starter kit. Not rapper starter kit, but his rapper kit wear when he performs on stage. You know, so. Um, shout out to Twister, though. Twister's. Y'all got to remember, rappers do get old. You know what I'm saying? So Twister's like 47, 48 years old. You know, little Lord, old Lord is, is getting getting up there. He probably needed came from being on that stage too all too much, jumping around and everything. So you got to be careful, you know. Shout out to Twister, though. One more time. Your brother Carl. What you got, DJ Magic Mike? Hold on. One second. I got, I got you coming up. In two seconds. This is, it's only but get it. We're going to go back to uh, 80s pop rock. 80s pop rock. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I want, I want y'all to, since love is prevalent with everybody, got to know the love is a battlefield. Uh, M- <laughs> uh, MTV Music Video 50, Channel 50, 1980s. This is cold, boy. Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. And I got to get back on my song of the day, too. I was doing a song of the day on social media. Got to do that again. This one this, this music was innocent to a, to a degree. Boy, it seemed like to me all the time after this video would go off, they would play the next video, and it would be like something like this. Ignorant Music Podcast, taken over by DJ Magic Mike. (laughs) Who is this? Um, Hold on a second. This is it. Wanna let you know that this ain't love. You can tell me. Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> Man, sometimes I like to just you know have a flashback. I listen to this type of music while I play 2K at night. No, you don't. And think of jokes, yeah. Like, like, like. Got a playlist. Boy. Are you still on title? Of course. They said Jay-Z missing out on millions by not having no Spotify. It'll be all right. Girl, don't try to make up on her reasons. I'd rather leave. Matt McCardo is rocking out right now. Uh. That's pretty good background vocals, man. 
mind. I just had I just had to show y'all. I just, I just don't listen to New Edition and uh, Jay Z. Hand claps for that. And Alexander O'Neill. Even though I did go see BBD this weekend, I caught them and then I left when Jill Scott got on stage. Okay, here we go. Let's go. You ready? Yes, sir. Most ignorance of the ignorant. So I have a, ba- a friend who is eight months pregnant and her baby daddy is super deadbeat already. She has another child and this baby daddy signed over his night his rights and lives in another state. No contact ever. She's currently in a relationship with a guy who has been w- with her since her first child. They started dating. She was just a couple of months, but he accepted her. And the baby and child calls him daddy. Long story short, she cheated and is now pregnant with another man's baby and has failed to inform him and does not plan on doing so. So I asked her, what was she going to do? Let it ride out. So she gonna let it. That's what she gonna do. She she should have never told your nosy ass and <laughs> took it all the way to <laughs> social media. That's what she that's what she fucked up at. Letting you know her Let, business. It, it, like like I know some sneaky, creepy type women out here, uh-huh. and they let they they. They <laughs> let some shit slip, and then they'll tell you, and then they'll be like, "Don't tell us so." Yeah, yeah, but but that's just there's there's a whole lot of children out here being taken care of by guys that's not their fathers, and that's just part of uh, being promiscuous. You know, you gonna get caught, you gonna get that, or you gonna get herpes, you gonna get something. That 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 sex game, like we equivalent sex with love for some reason. That's the black general delegation. <clears throat> but we gotta understand, like, uh, sex ain't nothing but sex. Keep your, my uncle told me, uh, keep your dick in her, but keep your heart out of her. Bombs! I'm glad you brought that up. Why black men can't forgive Issa, but they can forgive themselves for cheating? Because here we go. Let me read. Let me read it quick. Quick. I'm gonna give you the, the cliff notes. Okay. Article written by um, Kiara Kelly from her blog site or whatever. All right. Black men they cheered Lawrence on from the sidelines as he patty cake Tasha. Explosive scene of insecure. And they celebrated 3.5 pumps. He delivered angry sex to Issa. But where's the sympathy for Issa in the midst of Lawrence's sexual assassination of any host for reconciliation? So to begin, cheating is trash. I'll never defend a cheater. Just pack your shit and go if you're unhappy. But I will say the circumstances that led to Issa and Lawrence's demise are not common or rare. The difference is black women are expected to be great to grant unwavering loyalty to black men, no matter the circumstance. And black men, well, when they cheat, the onus lies on the woman. The course of excuses goes, he stepped outside of his marriage because she gained weight or she wasn't sleeping with him anymore or she was prioritizing the kids over their marriage, blah, 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 blah. But where's the blame for a man who's failed to live up to his provider role in a household with the woman? There is no blame. There's always going to be a difference of opinion. The man wanted, uh, she cheated because she was fed up with his shit. He wasn't on his feet. And once he got on his feet, you know, it, it was a little too late. She had already cheated or whatever. Did did, did, did she ate some pussy up? 
What's the more? What's the most a woman can do? What's the most a person can do in a motherfucking relationship? To go out and give up their sexual organ to another person. Get over it. Cry a bridge and get the fuck over it. I mean, it's 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 y'all go too deep with it. That, that, that's where my ego comes in with the shit. Like, so what? I got some pussy. Bomb! Still over here listening to you and this shit. I got some pussy. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Her ending statement is this. To reiterate, cheating is trash, but the tense social media debate of Team Issa and Team Lawrence again reinforces the idea that the black woman in relationships are held to higher standards than our male counterparts. So nah, black men aren't siding with Lawrence because he's right or redeemable. They cheer him on because they can't stand to watch a woman get away with the ignorant shit they pull. Interesting. It's interesting to a point if you really give a fuck. There's <laughs> <laughs> too much it's too much interest in this shit. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, they gave up some they gave up some pussy and some dick and then they got back together and fucked again. Now it is what it is. Let's let's continue on. Next. You know what I'm saying? Wins and losses. Reasonable ignorance podcast. Now on iTunes. Now on SoundCloud. Download, subscribe, review, leave a comment. Email us at reasonableignorance at gmail.com. Give us your criticisms. Give us your likes. Shout out to Cheap Delicious. I'm glad you're getting better. Enjoy this t- Enjoy this time off at home. Quit worrying about and rushing to get back to work. Yeah, there ain't nothing but a cubicle. Bombs! Right! <laughs> Mama, every day you're away from us is another day you're getting closer to seeing us again on the free side. If it is to be, it's to be up to me. And y'all quit bushing so much. Quit worrying about what Issa doing and what Rawance is doing. Y'all go roll somebody. Bombs! Bombs! Hop it.